0: Hello and welcome back to another installment of Getting to Know You. I'm joined today by Dr. Yvonne Chu. She's the Associate Professor of Dermatology and Pediatrics at the Medical College of Wisconsin. She's been a part of PEDRA from close to the beginning and has served on several PEDRA committees throughout the years. She's currently co-chairing the Meetings Committee for PEDRA, and she founded the Connective Tissue Disease Workgroup for PEDRA. Thanks so much for all the work you do for us, Dr. Chu. and thanks for being here on Getting to Know You today. As we get started, could you tell everybody how you came to pediatric dermatology and what your career path has looked like so far? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jen. It was a
1: really kind introduction, and I'm really honored to be interviewed by you. Um, I came to pediatric dermatology through my interest in pediatrics, actually, as a medical student. I always envisioned a career in pediatrics and I always thought that I would do some sort of subspecialty fellowship. And I did a dermatology rotation near the end of my third year of medical school and then realized that pediatric dermatology existed as a field Mm because before that I never even knew about it and switched gears, decided to apply to dermatology and then um, ultimately continue to pursue pediatric dermatology. And I don't regret that decision for um, anything.
0: That's awesome. I love that everybody who comes to pediatric dermatology seems to have this moment in their studies at some point in medical school where they go, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think um, it's an amazing field. And if more people were exposed to it, they probably would love
0: it just as much as we do. I think so, too. So can you talk a little bit more about the connective tissue disease work group and how that came to be and what your work within that group has looked like?
1: Yeah, so about eight to 10 years ago, when I finished fellowship and was thinking about developing a niche for myself and what I was interested in, there were actually very few people um, in the country um, and across actually um, pediatric dermatology who were interested in studying the cutaneous manifestations of connective tissue disease. Um, And so I distinctly remember going up to Heather Brandling Bennett at an SPD meeting and saying something to her like, I heard you're interested in connective tissue disease too because I am, and I've never found anyone else who's interested in it. Um, And so early on, it did take a little bit of grassroots efforts to find like-minded people and find those of us who were interested in studying connective tissue disease and um, sort of advocate for it being part of PEDRA. Um, Initially, we were amongst the inflammatory diseases work group, but now as the momentum has built over the years and there've been more of us involved and more research studies being done, I'm glad to say that we now have our own
0: uh, focused study group. That's amazing. I love that you went up to just another person, you know, within pediatric dermatology and we're like, hey, can we do this? Like, let's do this. I think that's just really at the heart of who PEDRA is. You know, it's just people coming together and asking questions and getting others excited about the same thing. And it, it's really cool to see that in action. For
1: sure, I mean, I think pediatric dermatologists in general, we're very approachable and friendly people and we're very collaborative. Um, and I think that um, is something that's always worked in our favor and worked in the favor of PEDRA.
0: Why do you think the field of pediatric dermatology is so collaborative?
1: Ooh, I think that's a really good question. Um, I never had the good fortune of working with uh, Dr. Nancy Esterly, but mm-hmm. many of my mentors um, trained directly with her. And I hear over and over again that she and many of the founding members of the field of pediatric dermatology were instrumental for creating that collaborative um, atmosphere, mm-hmm. for admitting when you don't know something and when you need someone else's help and um, for recognizing that sort of the collective brain is stronger and better than just one. And so while I personally never experienced that, I think hearing so many people speak of Dr. Esterly in that way has convinced me that she um, was very important in creating the atmosphere that's so unique to pediatric dermatology.
0: I love that you brought up Dr. Esterly. It's so exciting for me to hear those stories about her and how she really did open the doors and make this such a collaborative field. I th- that I th- that's a really great way of putting it. Um, she was a truly remarkable woman. I'm just really sad that I never got to meet her. I you know everybody, like I was talking to Dr. Frieden a while ago and she had mentioned that uh, Dr. Esterly had been her biggest champion and her biggest mentor. And I think, you know, be- with the people like Dr. Esterly and Dr. Frieden, this idea of mentorship has really been a really staple a foundation of our particular group of people. And I I feel that way really about pediatric dermatology across the board. And and what is your experience with mentorship and, and how do you view it? Oh, that's
1: another great question. I think mentorship is so important to us in pediatric dermatology. And I think, again, it speaks to how collaborative our field is. I've been extremely fortunate throughout my career to have strong mentors. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Dr. Beth Drolet has perhaps Mm -hmm. been my biggest champion, Um, but honestly, all of the colleagues and faculty at the Medical College of Wisconsin where um, I trained um, have been instrumental in launching my career. Um, as a residency program director now, I see how important mentorship is, and I hope to be paying it forward with some of the
0: um, trainees and more junior faculty members that I interact with now. Absolutely. Dr. Chu, how have you seen research change now that PEDRA has come into being and has really been established now for, gosh, of eight years, eight, nine years now? It's shocking. I think it's
1: really, really revolutionized pediatric dermatology research. Um, you know, I spoke to when I first started training and being interested in connective tissue disease, there really was no opportunity to do collaborative research at that time um, in, the, in the field that I was interested in. Um, there were investigators who were organized around hemangioma research. Um, And I think a few other um, areas of interest, but having PEDRA, having that infrastructure, having the support in the formal sort of organization has really uh, made it much easier for junior people who are coming out to find areas of interest and to join study groups. Um, I think it's also made it um, much more sustainable for those of us who are doing research to be uh, buoyed up by other people who are interested in doing the same things that we are and give us that enthusiasm and that little sort of butt kick to keep going.
0: Yeah, well, that's exciting to hear that you feel like it's accelerated research. I certainly feel that way, but I'm not a researcher. So it's always nice to hear that message reinforced by our actual investigators. So you talk about finding a niche and how you found your niche in connective tissue disease. Do you have advice to our early investigators about how they might go about finding their niche? Yeah, I think that's a very interesting question, and there's a million different ways to go
1: about it. Um, I think, you know, it's sometimes very natural to go with the niche that your mentors or your training institution um, kind of specializes in or is strong in, and I think that's certainly one approach to start doing some studies with a more senior faculty member and then eventually develop your own interest within that and branch out a little bit. Um, I think also though if you truly have a passion or an interest in a field and you don't necessarily um, have mentors ready at your institution, I think you can also go outside of your institution and seek mentorship. I think PEDRA and the SPD have been um, very helpful in um, helping junior faculty connect with more senior faculty members and get advice and get um, help in launching research careers and areas that the junior faculty member is interested in. And I think another um, approach that was rather successful for me was to perhaps study a different disease area um, Mm -hmm. than what my mentor, Dr. Jolay was doing, um, but also to use her expertise and experience with things like um, genetic investigations and Mm -hmm. apply that to my own disease. And so tapping into her um, knowledge base um, and using her techniques of research, but applying it to uh, my niche. Um, so a lot of different ways about going about it. And I think um, whatever it is that you're passionate about, I think um, it's amazing that we have that ability to do that research and that Petra is there to support you.
0: I love that you recommend tapping into the skill set of your mentor, even if it's not within your disease area focus, because there's still a lot of wisdom there and there's so much to be learned. And just because you're not studying the same things doesn't mean that you can't absorb exactly. that Exactly. And to to find,
1: you know, I think it's also important to have multiple different mentors, you know, I, um, I count Dr. Elena Pope as one of my main mentors. um, And I hope she doesn't mind that I say that. Um, But it was because as a fellow, I knew she had an interest in morphia. And so I sought her out um, when I was a fellow and did research and um, spent some time with her. Um, And so therefore was able to piece together um, several mentors early in my career who could fill different gaps in what I
0: needed. I think that's really that's a really perfect piece of wisdom. Piece together mentors that can feel like fill the gaps that you are facing. That's terrific. Um, before I let you go, Dr. Chu, is there one thing you could share with the network that is personal, like uh, a hobby or a hidden talent? What's your secret? Mm. Okay, I have I have probably two that I will share. Okay. One is
1: that I love planning parties. I'm a little sad during the COVID era because there are really no social events to plan anymore. Um, But if I couldn't be a pediatric dermatologist, I think I'd be a wedding planner. Um, That's always been a sort of secret dream of mine. And then my other second talent is that I am a master Googler. So tell me whatever it is that you want to find out. And I can Google and go down multiple pathways to find you the information that you need.
0: That is a serious talent. I am not a good Googler at all. So I am in awe of those who have that talent and that skill. Yeah, it's a pretty odd one, but it (laughs) served me um, at times in my career. Yeah, I bet. That's amazing. And I can totally picture you as a wedding planner. That'd be a fun job. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Chu. It has been really wonderful getting to know you and hear about your career. It's it's been a true pleasure, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I've been a huge supporter of Pedra's from the beginning, just as much as they've supported me in my career. Um, And I'm honored that you guys wanted to get to know me better.
0: Well, we appreciate all that you do for Pedra, all that you have done and all the hard work you continue to do. Thank you, Dr. Chu. Thank you, have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to today's Getting to Know You with Dr. Yvonne Chu. Stay tuned for future episodes as we get to know more of our PEDRA network. You can find PEDRA at www.pedraresearch.org. You can find us on Twitter at PEDRA Research. We're also on Facebook at PEDRA Research. And you can find our podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.